my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to another episode of Big Money Energy, the greatest podcast in the history of the world where we talk to inspiring entrepreneurs to find out how they went from nothing to something. What are their thoughts on money? What are their thoughts on entrepreneurship? And how do they build the company that they built? And today we have none other than Jenny Fleiss, who co-founded a company that you probably have heard of called Rent the Runway. I know me in New York City, when Rent the Runway started, all of a sudden, every woman around New York had like these new dresses everywhere. They're on Instagram wearing their stuff. I'm like, damn, all these women are buying all this clothing. No, they're not buying it. They're renting it because a company got invented by these two amazing women that connected fashion to technology and changed the world of fashion forever, changed the paradigm of how people think about owning or not owning clothes for the rest of time. She is a tastemaker, a trendsetter, and an all-out total mogul who's now a venture capitalist in her own right, investing in tech companies around the world. I am super excited. Let's go, Jenny Fleiss. Welcome to a new episode. (laughs) 
I'm a huge fan and have followed your entire career for a really, really long time. And I'm a big fan too of, of female founders. Rent the Runway, and we'll, we can get to that. But it's obviously huge. Every single woman in this entire office that's ever worked for me has used it. 80% of my company is women and they've all, you know, they've all experienced it. They've all gone through it. But then you left, you went to Jet Black with Mark, yeah. who we know. Yeah. And so I'm glad he was able to make this introduction. Um, and now I am waiting for you to tell us all live what your next company is. <laughs> There's some stuff in stealth mode. Stealth. Um, it's okay. This isn't public for yeah. yet. Um, okay. So first off, I do a lot in the investing side right yes, now. I I'm at a growth equity fund called Volition Capital. So I touch a lot of different businesses and founders. So I'm lucky to see like the full ecosystem of all the exciting things going on right now. Yeah. There is a team that I'm super excited about that I've been helping to form a product, um, and it's in the customer service space. Um, and so it's not fully ready for prime time, but that is um, also somewhere where I'm going to spend some time. I think customer service is this like forgotten industry sure. that people are so focused in the digital world of like reducing the amount of customer service interaction because it saves you money and cost. But it's this amazing opportunity to sell, to understand your customer, to have that touch point which is so rare in a digital world. Yeah. So it, it's kind of flipping that on his head and said, like, what if we actually delivered like a best in class customer service experience, use that as a differentiator, funnel the data back to make your product and your company even better and use it as like a third party service. So it could be plug and play for the next digital startup to just kind of outsource their customer service and have it be best in class. Customer service is my whole business. I was going to say, you definitely <laughs> understand this, right? Between the businesses that we have here, it's, it's a lot of our business. And then we have an education tech platform and we've been hiring customer service people left and right. And that's a big way that that business grows and salespeople join us is because it just doesn't exist anywhere. And they email us and we email back Yeah, or they call us and they have a question about a deal or anything that we're doing and we respond. And then they talk to another agent and that person joins and so on and so forth. It's probably next to content. Um, those two C's, right? Content and customer service almost go hand in hand in yep. your ability to sell well. If you think of like the initial businesses like Zappos on the internet, they had this deep understanding of how important customer service was. And not just like, let's fix your problem, but the idea of having a human touch point, right? So sure. Zappos mantra was like, call the number. It's plastered up on the screen. They'll talk to you. There was no limit. They're not measuring the time. You can talk to you all day. And that was the cornerstone of their business. Yeah. So this realization of people, like the further you go into the digital world of making things fast and easy and transactional, the more important it actually is to have that in-person kind of touch point and to feel like there's an entity behind the business and the product you're buying to answer your questions and what have you. And I think we've really lost that. So I think it's a hidden opportunity. We saw it with Jet Black. So Jet Black, personal shopping over text message I worked on with Mark Lohr at Walmart. Um, and versus an Amazon where you're thinking like, this is a transactional glorified search bar. Like what is the ability to differentiate? It's in these like touch points, these human, more human feeling touch points. What was something you were super naive about? in your early days building Rent the Runway? I mean, just one thing. <laughs> um, so first off, I think that like being naive is one of the greatest gifts of being a first-time entrepreneur. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Like had you ever known how hard it was, you would have never tried it. No way. It. Yeah. 
Um, and so a couple of examples come to mind. You know, one is Jen and I built a fashion technology business with no fashion background and really no technology background either. But um, would you have built it had you had either of those backgrounds? I think we wouldn't have had the same fresh lens on the fashion industry that we were able to really disrupt that industry. Yep. And I think on the technology and logistics, we would have been probably too intimidated by how complex what we were doing was that it would have just been too daunting to go after it. But with technology, we thought we could like outsource tech, you know, we like put a request for proposal out. We found like what we thought was the best engineering team. And we were kind of like, okay, like see you in two months with our tied with a bow package of a website that will like launch and nothing like that. Nothing works like that. Right. In the world, it's like anything that's mission critical, you need to have your hands on, you need to own. So finally, like flying to Canada where this team was and realizing like there was really not a team and the product was so far from where it should be was this like very naive moment of, hey, we got to figure this part of the business out and be much more hands on. Eesh. And logistics too, right? Like the amount of dry cleaning you have to do. I mean, so I ran logistics for about four years of my time at Rent the Runway. I joked that it was like the last straw drawn because just it was hard to hire for. It was so really complex. It was a lot of work. We initially used our local dry cleaner, this company called Slate in the West Village. And it was like I was asking him about dry cleaning to learn and to understand the pricing. And then I was like, hey, you have some empty space. Like, could we store our dresses here? So for a while, we had like a free warehouse, essentially. But we gave them all of our dry cleaning business. And pretty soon, it was enough money that we were spending and we were busting at the seams from the dry cleaner that we needed to create our own facility. Yeah. It's like Coca-Cola in the bottling. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So we have our own facility. It's actually the largest dry cleaner in the U.S. Yeah. Possibly the world. That's debatable. But um, we have New Jersey and now we have a Dallas facility as well. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. A lot of people that I speak to and a lot of people who listen to this are either in like one of two spots. They have an idea that's germinating that they want to do something with. And so they find inspiration from your story and your multiple stories or they're starting something and they have pain points. Right. And they're trying to figure out like, okay, is this real? Is it not real? Or I'm trying to grow, trying to get to that next spot. What was a, and I'm sure there's a thousand of them, but what's a pain point that sticks out to you today that someone might encounter now in the 2020s, kind of post COVID? Like you just talked about customer service is something that maybe we wouldn't have thought about so intently in 2018, but now is a big, big deal, especially digitally. So I actually think, ironically, in customer service is one example the rise of digital and the efficient transactions that it enables has created all these, I call them like taxes of of e-commerce. So for example, the idea that we have everything at our fingertips now is actually really time consuming. Like you used to be walked into a store, there was five types of shampoo or whatever it was. And all of a sudden you can literally get access to thousands, international options. And it creates this like analysis paralysis, this rabbit hole, where then we have to do the research of which is the best. And we can easily spend like an hour of our time, which is our most valuable commodity, trying to decipher from this, like all these options, which is the best. Um, So that's one area that I think about. Another is like these hidden, um, these hidden costs of your time and things like returns. So obviously, if you're not trying something on, you're not going to the store in the first place, the odds that you're going to get it right are a lot smaller. And that could be because it doesn't fit, or it could be just because like, you didn't actually like the product. The quality wasn't good. It was the wrong, you know, the wrong color. What You know, it's harder to tell online. And the process of returns right now takes a lot of time and energy, printing a label, going to the the hub spot to deliver and return the item. Um, so there's like a, quite a few examples of these hidden costs of time, even entering your credit card information and your details, right, That that we all kind of encounter on a daily basis. 
What was a career highlight for you? Well, definitely co-founding Rent the Runway has been like this dream. The day that we launched, um, we were covered in the front page of the tech section of the New York Times. And it was when most people still had physical New York Times delivered. It hit everybody's doorstep. That moment, yeah, where I went to my own doorstep and saw it and we were right there on the cover. And then, you know, going into the office that day because we all went into the office also at that moment in time and like being able to jump up and down with the teammates, my co-founder and celebrate that special moment because a lot of hard work goes into that up yeah, of until that moment. Um, so that that for sure was one. I mean, getting our term sheet from a venture capitalist for Rent the Runway was another. Getting a phone and that call. that came before or after New York that Times? That came before the New York Times. Yeah. And you had a publicist who helped you get that article. No, actually, it was this really fun entrepreneurial story where um, we had about 30,000 customers when we launched Rent the Runway in like a private beta launch. Sure. And one of those email addresses. Just natural organic growth. We were hustlers. Like we got those email addresses through our friends, our family. We hosted like uh, we would throw parties for our friends if they gave us like the most email addresses. We would go to the movie theater lines of relevant movies like Sex and the City movie and get with a clipboard, like collect email addresses. Like we did whatever we could to get that email list. Um, so when we launched this initial group, there was someone and then people started chattering and, and and shared it as well. But there was a New York Times email address on the list. And we noticed this because you're kind of if you're a good entrepreneur early on, you're paying attention to like every customer and every piece of, of information. Um, and so we reached out and we're like, listen, we're psyched that you're a customer. Like, let us know if you ever want to chat. And lo and behold, like she did. And he was a young, newish reporter at the time who came to our office and wound up covering the story. Um, so, yeah, it was. And she was a customer. She was a customer. One nice. of our first customers. That's awesome. Yeah, it was incredible. And, you know, we then, of course, realized that if we she was a tech reporter. So we saw that also. And we're like, well, there really aren't many women in tech. Like this was a very tough fashion article in the tech section. I think yeah. also from like a strategic way, we're like, this could be really interesting. And so we were like, do you want some photos? Like come to our warehouse. And we wore like these fun dresses and stood up on ladders in the dry cleaner warehouse. Yeah. And we're like. I think we had enough of the strategy ourselves combined, of course, with some luck and, you know, proactivity to just make this happen. Were you spending marketing dollars yet at the time? Not really. I mean, I think that for, for Rent the Runway up until a few years ago, we were like 90% plus organic word of mouth. That's insane. The big insight for us was, you know, when you're at an event, the natural conversation starter for a woman is, you look great. What are you wearing? Right? That's how most women start, like break the ice. If we could own that moment and have someone say, thanks, like I rented the runway, that would be everything. You would answer questions like, what's rent the runway? How does it work? What if I spill wine? What if it doesn't come or it doesn't fit? And because it was such a new behavior at the time, we needed that trust and that you hear it from a friend, right? You hear it from someone at a party. And so we really invested in our brand, if anything. Um, so not the traditional digital marketing, but yes, making sure that our packaging, our website looks beautiful and aspirational, that we had beautiful designer dresses. Customer first. Yes. Yeah. And that the customer experience was really good. So our customer service team, I mean, initially it was us answering the calls and stuff, but we tried to just nail that customer experience. And you also really nailed, and you might tell me I'm totally wrong with this. And you're going to say, no, Ryan, that was a massive issue. But like, I don't ever remember when you started um, there being an issue with the fact that people were renting dresses and not owning them. Like there wasn't a social issue, right? There was, there was no ego attached to it. Cause like, if you think about it now, if you go 20 years ago and you're going to pitch that idea, it's like, no, I want to own my clothes, right? That shows that I make enough money to be able to do that. And 
Like you bypassed that wall. Well, that wasn't, yeah, that was not a given and was something we were nervous about and that the yeah. designer partners we worked with were also nervous about. I'm sure. Because at the time, you know, we launched 2009, yeah. many designer brands were just starting to sell online let alone interest someone else to rent their products, yeah. pre-owned products. And so that was a lot to triangulate. And we definitely didn't know if customers would think this was like icky, like how would they perceive it? Um, I think the tailwinds have really been at our favor and, and we were kind of a little bit ahead of the game and able to be a part of adjusting consumer behavior. Sustainability has been a big piece of this mix too, right? Sure. Like we've always been a sustainable concept. The idea that if you rent and you buy less, it makes sense. You know, it saves water, it saves so many pieces uh, from a sustainability perspective, but customers really care now. And when we ask the main reasons people rent, that's now one of the top three reasons. So because I buy a dress, I just never eight. wear it. Yeah, yeah, like because there is the, there are stats that at least half the stuff in your closet you really don't wear more than once or twice. Yeah, and then I feel bad for my clothes that I don't wear. <laughs> hey, don't you? They're not getting a turn. I do feel a little bad. For I, them. I feel like we all kind of feel bad, right? Like mm-hmm. I have. I have like 70 suits. Oh my gosh. Um, you don't need that many suits. You would think I don't. Um, but I, I do I do have a lot of suits. And I built a new house around our closet. Um, that was like the one thing we designed first, right? It was to have like the greatest closet wow, ever. I didn't know you were such a clothes horse. I'm not really. I just wear a lot of suits. Um, and so I, uh, and I do feel bad. Like if I walk by a suit I haven't worn in a little while. Like sometimes I'll whisper and say like, I'm sorry. I'm going to give it a spin. Yeah, kind of. I think that's so so true and right. And I think yeah. that in my head. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, cause I don't know. Maybe it's because I saw Toy Story like a long time ago. And I'm like, I wonder if my suits talk to each other. And like, Ryan doesn't wear us anymore. Oh like the God. coloring isn't that's good. That's so cute and so funny. And well, also suits, weird. Yeah. Like, you know what? In your industry, clearly like presentation is First so impression is right? last impression if you're not careful. Yeah. And so that was actually a big piece of Rent the Runway in yeah. the sense that like, We know that as women, the way you look determines how you act, how you feel, like the brand that you put out there. When we launched, social media was hotter. You know, I mean, now it's hotter than ever, but it was very much on the rise. So the idea that you are also putting a photo out there into the world that's going to be this forever indelible like print of who you are. You're sharing your brand, but then the way it makes you feel, right? You're like, I can take on the world. Yeah. And the brand that we built for Rent the Runway was around female empowerment and and self-confidence. The idea that like your dress is not just an outfit. It's how you feel and how you're going to take on the day. So New York Times article comes out. Were you prepared for the rush that came right after that? Logistically? No, but we knew enough to think about, we were always going back to the customer experience, right? And so we knew as customers ourselves, right? We were women in our 20s launching the business. If we came to that site and there wasn't a great selection of, of dresses, of product, that it would be a terrible experience. Yeah. So we knew that couldn't happen. And so what did we do? We paid a lot of attention to waiting to launch until we had a great, beautiful website, great designer dresses in enough sizes, some amount of quantity. And then we put up a gate on our website, meaning that we only let a certain number of people in. Sure. Which really let us control the traffic and demand. It also created, took away from the like rental could be down market. It made it more like an a exclusive club. thing. Yeah. yeah. And we were coming off the tailwinds of right. Guilt Group who who did the same thing. They had like this gated site. They made shopping at a discount cool and exclusive and luxury. So we drafted off of that and it let us really control the experience customers had. So we stopped letting people in, you know, we'd let in some every day, but we tried to do it in a way that we could manage. Um, And we were still figuring out kinks and bugs as we grew. Um, There was the the second day we had the the idea that you could get a second size for free. So we didn't, you know, we knew people would have concerns over sizing. And so we're like, okay, if you rent a size six, you get a size eight for free. Like we let customers do that. And all of a sudden, 
we saw no one was renting a second size. And we're like, it's free. Like, why wouldn't people do this? Yeah. And so we dug into it and our tech was broken around like enabling you to show uh. if someone did this. And so what did we do? We called everyone who had rented because like a couple hundred people, you know, it's not that, it's not impossible. And we're like, hey, so excited. You're one of our first customers. Just want to confirm the details of your order. And so it's moments like that where you're kind of like drinking from a fire hose. You're just troubleshooting. You figure it out. You cover your ass. Like, yes, you figure it out. And there was so many moments like that where, you know, F- photographing our f- first dresses. It was like a week before launch and the developers were like, okay, now we need to load the photos. And I'm like, okay, great. Like the designers give us photos. And it's like, no, no, like we have to run a photo shoot. We're like, we have to run a photo shoot? Like, and then retouching? Like we had never done this. We didn't know what this was. We didn't have a place booked. And so you pull all this stuff together in like 48 hours, right? Which yeah. another example of you knew how hard and all the things you had to do, like you probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And you started with a co-founder. Yes. And relationships are always hard. Yes. Right? How was that kind of doing it together 50-50 at the beginning and it's the two of you? Were there struggles as you grew and as it was like, okay, I'm going to handle logistics, but I don't really want to. Could you do this? And then the company grows and grows and grows. Yeah. So I think it's first off a lot more fun, (laughs) like doing something with a team or co-founder it's just more enjoyable how you spend your day to day. So um, it helps in terms of the complement of skill sets. And for sure, Jen is big picture, strategic, visionary thinker, much in the way Mark Lore is as well. Um, And I'm like, how do you get from point A to point B? So we recognize and respect it in one another, those skill sets. And so I think the same is true of when you, you know, you pick your partner and your spouse, when you pick your co-founder, it's like, as long as you respect them and like think so highly of them, it's hard to go wrong, right? So the pieces of the business that she ran was always like, she is the best person to run those parts of the business. And I think likewise, the pieces that I ran, that's how she thought of it as well. So we were each doing so much and, and working so much and so clearly like bought in that it wasn't really a question of like, who gets to do this or who gets to do that. There was way too much to do. It was just like, if you, you know, if you could take it on your plate so we didn't sink is what it felt like you would. Um, but the the foundation of respect, a ton of communications and just like then realizing, yeah, we were having more fun doing it together. So there was never a tough point. <laughs> there's always tough points. I mean, there's tough points with like any relationship. And I think at the end of the day, like forcing yourself to have sometimes weekly conversations, whether there's anything good, bad, or otherwise going on to like keep the dialogue going. And then yeah, just be like super candid honesty. But like we lived through so many moments and experiences. I'm Jen's still running the business. She's CEO yep. of the business. I'm still on the board of the business. We still talk both as friends and as business partners, like at least weekly, if not like I probably text with her daily. Right. Yeah. So I think this underlying like respect these moments that you've been through, um, Like she is the best, she's always been CEO. I've always wanted her to be CEO because that is how our business will be the best business. Like that's how highly I think of her. And um, there's many things I know she's thought that I was the best person to handle in the company as well. How is she living without you? (laughs) Well, we do still interact a lot. Um, I didn't leave until I really felt like I had built an amazing team around her. Sure. Um, I don't think, I mean, first of all, from a financial perspective. And that was in 2017. Yes, 2017, when I went and joined Mark at Walmart, um, I, you know, I would have never felt good about leaving, but that I knew the company was in a good place yeah, and that she had the right team around her. So I just helped her hire like three really strong people on the leadership team and things were ticking and cranking and I knew it would be fine, right? (laughs) 
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing hosting and making memories with family and friends and you can resell on picasso's marketplace anytime historically for a 10 percent gain with picasso you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time visit picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings that's p-a-c-a-s-o.com if a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Can you tell me about that moment, though, deciding oh my gosh. to it, go do something different in that first conversation? Or was it something that was kind of like, once I get us to this point, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to build something else? Well, so one thing I think that helped was throughout the life of the business, when we had we would have often conversations on like our life goals, our ambitions, our aspirations, including from the beginning when Jen was like, I really want to be CEO. And I was like, great, I think you'd be amazing at CEO, right? And so... She very much knew, and we would talk about the fact that I had this serial entrepreneur tendency, meaning that like I always loved like ideating, starting new things. And so that at some scale of the business, it might not be my forever thing where Jen was like, I am in this forever. Like this is my lifelong child, like passion, you know. And so we had that understanding behind the scenes for a long time. Now, 
what we were able to do is I led business development for a period of time at the business, which meant that Jen was running the day-to-day and I was like, what's coming next? Kind of what Mark was doing for Walmart, right? Especially with um, the incubator that we set up, store number eight. It's like you have the day-to-day and then if you have a pot of people who are thinking about the next steps. And so through that business, we launched our retail stores um, and we launched our subscription service through that business development. So I was kind of running like a mini startup focused on the future within Rent the Runway for a few years. Um, and I think because we would always just talk about, honestly, like what our natural skill sets and passions were, it wasn't a huge th- shock. It was a conversation around like what was the right timing so that like I could do what I wanted, but also so it was the best thing for the business. You are so positive. Um, I, I, <laughs> what is, what it was like, can you talk to me about like uh, a low day? Like oh rent the runway, it's still everything's great and it's awesome, but there was just a tough like COVID tough is day. hard, right? COVID for rent the runway and for your business, like those are hard moments. Um, I think, you know, at so this was not that long ago, I was dealing with it as a board member and as a friend and some like last big skin in the March. game. But yeah. It's really hard for the team. I you know, I think the flip side positive of that is if that team can live through COVID, it's like you can live through anything. If that business can survive COVID, then you can, like, we were literally running a business that was based on getting dressed for special events yeah. in a moment when people, like, didn't even need to get dressed, let alone have events. Yeah. So it's like, if you can live through that, it's like all those things that you thought were problems, like, falls by the wayside. And so I see it now on, like, a weekly basis, issues that I think would have stressed Jen out, would have stressed the team out roll off your back. And it's like, that's what I say about having kids too. It's kind of like you learn not to sweat the small stuff and like to like funnel up where you want to spend your time and your energy. Um, But that for sure was a hard period of time. I mean, I think that like for, um, for Jet Black and the business we started for Walmart, like hard that they they decided not to keep the consumer facing part of that business. So the text platform that we built to enable text-based commerce is something that they leverage. And so from a impact on the world in Walmart, I feel great about that. I feel like shopping over text and conversational yeah. commerce is like the future. Um, but there were really pieces that I feel like we were delivering to a consumer that I miss on a daily basis as a consumer and that I hear from our customers all the time that they miss. So that like it feels like a hard moment or like an itch that I just need to scratch. And I try to think of it that way, that it's not like, it's not as much as I'm sad about it. It's just like something I yet to tackle in my career. What is a, um, uh, just thinking about this, what's a good piece of advice that someone gave you not to do where you follow the advice and thank God they gave it to you? Okay, so two things that come to mind. One is don't give up. So, you know, the first meeting that Jen and I took with the designer was Diane von Furstenberg. She hated our concept. I left that meeting like, Eh, well, that was fun for a few days. Like the business, we, we'd barely just started talking about it. And Jen was like, no, she just told us all the things that were wrong. And now we know how we need to reframe our sales picture and go back to the table. Right. And so like this no reframe, doesn't mean yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. it means not right now. Or just, you know, again, the reframing, like I said, you know, I get to be a mom or like, hey, we get to receive this amazing feedback from this really famous fashion designer. So now we can build something stronger, right? Like I think that lens has been really important. Um, You know, another thing, and and I now give this advice is not to hire someone unless you feel super psyched about it. And it's often so hard, right? Like so tempting when you feel a hole in your organization or you need to let someone go. What I mean, logistics at Rent the Runway, we needed to let like two key people go and we had no one else to run the business. Uh, and we were like, and that's how I wound up running logistics. So for better or worse, I think it was the best. An- I know it was the best answer for our business. Yeah. It can be painful sometimes, but like yeah. you need to find the right people. You need to like fire when you know they're not right. And you need to like wait till hire until you're so excited about the person. And then everyone has to be excited about them. 
right? It's Everyone be like should be excited joint about decision. That. Yes. Yeah. Especially early on. I mean, at some point, however the com- big the company is, not everyone can know them. Or sure. You have different cult. You know, we have somewhat of a different culture in our warehouse and logistics versus our customer service versus the home office versus our retail stores. Like, so yeah. it starts to change a little bit. Where do you see opportunity? The future, right? As somebody who future innovative. Right, so let's. Because so, you 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 change the world of fashion. Yeah. Right. Totally. And you brought fashion and technology together yep. in a way for, for women and people that, had, rent now. that yeah. had never been there before, yeah. renting clothing. So two areas that I find really exciting. One is what I'll call like infrastructure enablement. Sure. This idea that there are certain parts of your business that are going to be like the differentiating thing. The most important thing of your business that like that is the core of what you need to get right. Sure. There's a lot of other things that like you can plug and play, you can outsource, you can buy from someone else. That ecosystem is getting better and better of the the pieces you can plug in. So think of Shopify, for example. Like yep. you can get a website up and running in an hour. It's pretty good. Now there's Shopify yeah. apps that like you can plug in to do more and more things and customize it more and more. The pace at which everyone's moving because of these tools, like requires you to have more and more of them. Yeah. So, you know, this company I mentioned earlier, Cube Financial, it's like a financial budgeting planning tool um, that like is much more plug and play than like Microsoft Excel in terms of just letting you get up and running more quickly, right? You sure. have um, you have Carta who's helping you do like legal share management. So these like infrastructure enablement plug and play solutions is one area I find particularly exciting. And that one also I think is fun because it lets you as a creator, like this whole world of uh, influencers, Instagram, et cetera, being a creator. If you want to just start a business, you know, Emma Chamberlain started a iced coffee business, right? Like she can just go on Shopify. I think more and more the supply chain of like, how do you make iced coffee? Like she needs to be good at what she's good at, like her brand, how she talks about it, how she's going to market it, but all the pieces around it, like she can now build a whole business off that platform and doesn't really have to do much except for what she's uniquely good at. Right. So, so that's part of why I love that, that infrastructure enablement. Then another one that I find interesting is just old school, like viral marketing and brand marketing. Paid marketing, paid acquisition has gotten so expensive, especially recently with like the changes and the services around privacy. Like, yeah. 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 And it's like, there needs to be a different way. And so we saw that with Rent the Runway, right? I gave you the example of just like the viral word of mouth marketing as being so much more powerful, authentic. It cuts through the clutter. We were also marketing for our designers. So the idea of wearing a dress from a designer, having that experience, talking about it actually helps the customer eventually buy from that brand. Yeah, for sure. So I think finding these authentic different ways to market college campuses, how Bumble started, right? Like that uh, tap, tap into this like conversation starters are the most powerful. And like, that's what I look for in a lot of businesses. Did you ever think about like affiliate partnerships with those designers that if that customer then comes back and buys at another store somewhere, yeah. right? That that totally. name is attached and you own that client? Yes. So we we have, um, I even at one point was like, it, sometimes it's hard to capture it because someone might buy a store and there's a receipt. And I was like, can they upload a receipt and maybe they get a site credit? Yeah, we see so, that in a referral site. So. Yeah. Indirectly, you know, we've done click-through partnerships. We do have an affiliate program um, where you can kind of, so, I don't think we're capturing all of it, but these brands are seeing enough of a feedback loop in terms of their performance of their products, what customers are saying, as well as a lift in their sales, yeah. um, as well as real revenue that we're driving. So it exists. It's it's hard to track. I wish it was easier to track. Right. But it was somewhat of a line item. Yeah. 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 And, and something we've iterated and talked about a bunch, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I have one last question for you. Can you describe for me your best day two years from now? Um. So best day two years from now is this business that 
Oh, I'm, the stealth one we're not talking about? The stealth business the secret one, is the ninja raising one. not only like maybe their Series A, but, you know, first of all, hopefully they don't have to raise a Series B. Raising money isn't always great, but it's just like rocking and ticking along and it has a ton of customers and is making millions in revenue. And, so maybe um, it's like a party because they're just to, crushing it. Yeah, we're doing a big party for them. I'm, I'm taking actually the the founders out tonight to celebrate because we, we just closed the initial like seed funding and um Congrats. they worked for me before so like part of it is just i'm so proud because yeah. like i've seen them and known them for years and like they gave so much to me to be able to try to pay it forward and to see the success for them now and like yeah. i know how exciting it is when you got that first term sheet and funding and to be like leaving a job at a big corporation to like take this leap of and faith and risk and it's real and it's happening for them and so it's like in this weird way almost like more rewarding seeing it for someone totally. else um, so yeah, I just, right now, I think I'm pretty focused on getting them to their next stage of success. One thing I say to entrepreneurs is I'm like, create an email address. That's just like memories at rent the runway.com memories. Yes. That's it. Right. Yes. And just copy it on stuff like in like that's moments great, right, that you have. That's a great you no time, right? That's takes you no idea. time. You can send photos. You can just copy it when you're sending something to someone else. You're sending a board update with a key milestone, that. a partnership meeting and like emailing with Dan, Vine, Dan from Furstenberg. And then like, at some point you'll go back and look at that yeah. in the moment. It's so hard to like realize and appreciate appreciate the amazing stuff that's happening yeah. and so like now with that lens looking back at rent the runway it's like one thing i tell all founders so cool. what to do big money energy is hosted by me ryan surhant it's produced by mike coscarelli and joe laresca and executive produced by Lindsay hoffman find more podcasts like big money energy on the iheart radio app or wherever you get your podcasts 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.